Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Minutemen podcast. My name is Andrew. But before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to let you guys know that you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find those both at the Movie Minutemen podcast. If you want to, you can also email us at the Movie Minutemen podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to get emails from you guys. Um, we'd read them right here on the, uh, on the show. Along that same vein, please feel free and please do go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and rate us on Spotify. That really helps us get our podcast into the algorithm and get more ears listening to it. We really appreciate that. We also appreciate the love and support you have all given to us throughout this journey. And we look forward to making many more memories with you all and with each other on this podcast as we continue. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's get on to today's episode, which happens to be episode 14 of the Movie Minute Men podcast. Uh, 2013's Iron Man 3. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Minutemen podcast, or welcome back to the Movie Minutemen podcast if you have been here before. Um, disclaimer, reports of our death we're greatly exaggerated. We are back. It's been like a month and a half. I was looking back. I think it was April 21st was the last time we uploaded. That was Little Woman. But we are back. Life has been crazy. I've been getting ready to get married. Wesley, you graduated. Grad yes, yes, I graduated. I'm working on a short film right now. So, exactly. you know, life, it's just crazy. So, life yeah. has gotten the better of us. and uh, But we have made it a point after like three or four <laughs> schedulings to sit down yes. and yes. talk about iron man three uh we are super excited to be back it's been way too long uh to do this uh but unlike my other hockey podcast where it's like just sit down and talk we actually have to do homework for this uh, podcast so it's a little <laughs> bit more of a time commitment yes uh but we're here and uh, we are ready to talk about Iron Man 3, or at least I'm ready to talk about Iron Man 3. I don't know if you are ready, Wesley, but I am. I think I am. I think I am. So, yeah. <laughs> well, then, without further ado, let's get into our memories of the film. Uh, Wesley, what are your memories of uh, 2013 and Iron Man 3? Yeah, so I usually say my age, when I how old I was. I think I was, okay, that was, uh, I would have been... I think nine or 10, nine or 10, I think. But one thing about experiencing these movies is that even before the movie comes out, it's just so cool because how they do like all the trailers. Like I remember when the first trailer released like for this and like, I thought it was so different because I thought like Iron Man was going to die and stuff. It was just like, so the trailer was so edgy and like he had, he was like, it was like the part of the movie, it opened up with the part of the movie where a, um, the trailer did the part of the movie where he's like trudging along a, um, in the snow with his Iron Man suit. And you're yep. like, and then like his house exploding as well was in the trailer. And you were like, oh my, he's going to die or something, you know, yep. it was just, it was a pretty cool trailer. But anyways, I saw this one with a friend at his house for the first time, I think around two years back. But I also watched it recently, like last summer as well. So I remember that too. I also remember getting a few Lego sets uh, when the movie came out back in the day. Yeah. So that was like my thing back in that day. We I just bought Lego sets instead of watching the movies, I guess, some of the movies. <laughs> so yeah. Some of, the, some of the Lego sets are better than some of the movies. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah. 
yeah um so yeah and this is actually once we get in the movie but i really love the suit he wears in this movie for some some odd reason i think i just love the colors and stuff you know but as it currently stands i've seen this movie three times now and yeah so that's all i have to say about this i guess so like the other iron man movies i did not watch them until recently um i believe the first time i watched this was uh illegally uh, i pirated the movie on the old internet as i did i believe i said incredible hulk i pirated as well i believe that was the other one that i pirated but uh we don't talk about that because i'm that's finally that's finally coming to disney plus now the incredible june 16 june 16 yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh that's actually while we record it tomorrow that's oh yeah that is tomorrow yeah i don't know if it's like an episode or two or maybe the entire thing of secret evasion secret evasion yeah i'm very hyped for that I've been yes. waiting for that since the beginning of the year. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man 3. Uh, so I've only watched this one uh, two or three times. It is my favorite of the Iron Man trilogy, or it used to be before the rewatch. And now maybe it still is. Maybe it isn't. We don't know. Um, well, I do. But Wesley doesn't. You guys don't listen to it. But I remember watching it and really enjoying it. I don't remember exactly when I first watched it. Probably like 2019, I believe, 2018, around that time period. But uh, that was the first time I watched it. And I've watched it multiple times since then. Um, I don't have like a count. But I remember it's just, it's. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember any promotions like Wesley. I don't, I was very outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe until, like I've said on multiple podcasts, Age of Ultron. And so we're coming around to it. Yeah, when we're coming. to start getting into it and watching it um in theaters but yeah uh that's all i have to say about it i really enjoy the movie but uh yeah so uh what are our thoughts like kind of now you know taking a step back from it being you know kind of more mature in our (laughs) our (laughs) thoughts on movies and such like do we have anything that changed from then to now i guess i don't know it's definitely a different Iron Man movie. And as we get into the behind the scenes stuff, as I have a, um, a, it's directed by someone else, spoiler. So there's a lot of different other tones. And there's also, an, there, and that comes with the storyline of the plot as well, because this is right after a, um, the Avengers. Yep. So Tony is dealing with a lot of stuff. So, um, and he has a lot of stress on him. So, I think it that 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 point right there, a um, of him having a this str- newfound stress and just how he deals with it is a very of course human, a um, based and character based thing about this movie that I really liked and just on that I really love the film, from that point of view. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I think it definitely clicks with you now that we're we're older than we were when we first watched it. And like, they said, Ben being like, man, that's like, that's some real life crap that's going on Yeah, to a whole nother level. Cause it's a superhero movie. But all that being said, let's get into uh, the movie itself. Kind of like the, the, you know, the whipped cream of the movie, like who's in it, who directs it. But uh, Iron Man three came out in 2013. I don't have an exact date. Wesley, can you help me with that? You- um, It came out May 3rd. May 3rd. I figured it was May because that was when they released their big movie usually. Like at this yes. time, I think it was probably, well, no, I guess they did do two a couple 
two 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 movies a year. They did Iron Man two. Yeah, usually do they do a May release and then they usually do like end of the year release. You know? Holiday, November. holiday time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, November. I don't know. You know. Yeah, but this came out summer blockbuster movie as we all know from the studio that brought you Avengers, as the poster says. Uh, but uh, it's directed by Shane Black, not John Favreau. Written by Drew Pierce and Shane Black, based on the characters by, of course, Stanley, Don Heck, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. Uh, produced by Victoria Alonso, Luis Diaspasito, and others. I just love saying Luis Diaspasito, so that's why I put him in here. Yes. And well, also they deserve some credit for it too. Yeah. Um, and Victor also just got canned a while. Yeah, she just yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't get into she's that. Not, she's she's not fired. I mean, she's not dead. No, <laughs> she was. No. Fresh but... in peace in the Marvel <laughs> yes. Okay, but can we take a moment? You know, like she was like chief, like over the visual yeah. department, yeah, right? So, and so. you look at some of the stuff that's come out. Thor: <laughs> Thunder, She Hulk was not the best, and a couple others. It's just like, yeah, it's time to get some Makes fresh in there. Who Makes cares sense. about their job? So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> and the music is by Brian Taylor. Uh, this is starring, of course, the reoccurring Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, yes, Tyler. Tyler. Sorry, my bad. There's it's an okay. I have it written, Tyler. Anyway, uh, it's starring uh Robert Downey Jr. Of course, as Tony Stark slash Iron Man, although he's much more Tony Stark in this than Iron Man. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts, Don Cheadle as Colonel James Rhodes, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, and introducing Guy Pierce as Aldrich Killian, Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery. Rebecca Hill as Maya Hansen and Ty Simpkins as Harley Keener, also starring the talents of William Sadler, Paul Bettany, James Badge Dale, Stephanie. Oh, I should have looked up how to say this name. So stock, so stock, Miguel Ferrer. And of course, Sean Tube recurring or coming back as Jensen, our yes. uh, from Let's the first go. episode. And of course, it also has got Stanley in it because of course it does. But yeah, let's 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 break this down. Thoughts on the cast and the crew of Yeah, Iron we Man. gotta we gotta mention Yinsen first. Yeah, like this is obviously. the end of the trilogy, and they brought back well, we'll discuss it at the very beginning of the movie. They brought him back, and that's that's great. That's I was awesome. watching it. I was watching it and I caught the name and I was like, wait a second, is that yeah? And then I had to look it up because I was like, Am I just not like but it, yeah. it was him like it was, and I was very, very happy about it. I don't know, like, yes, we're big Yinsen fans on this podcast. Go listen to our first episode. Yes, ever. very first episode, great episode. Anyways, yeah, um, I love dude Don Cheadle and Robert Downey Jr. Like all their interactions in this movie, great. Um, I, I see the thing with Guy Pe Guy Pierce's Aldrich Killian, like he, um, he was, he was good. He was. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he was, but uh, I didn't really like like him. But like, really, he, I don't know. He was. I don't know. Really? Okay. <laughs> like, he, I I liked him at the bad guy, and he he was very intimidating. Of course, I liked that part. But like, his story, I wish they did more with it. I don't know. As we get into the movie, but you know. But I did like Ben Kingsley. He's great. Yeah. He, he steals. <laughs> just, just the way you like you hate him at first, 
but then of course through the near the end of the movie you're like ah this guy's hilarious but then we see him return in another movie and he's even funnier and it's just hilarious yes um uh yeah i don't know no uh, i don't really know the other people oh wait harley too yeah harley yeah yeah he, he kind of man when i first watched it i loved harley keener you know the, the little kid yeah I thought it was hilarious. yeah and now coming back and watching it it's kind of like he's great like the actor does a great job uh the character is fun but it's just there's just something about him that was kind of like i don't know like not that it didn't sit well with me not that i thought he was like like not a good character it was just kind of like irritating to a point okay. makes sense and i'm not saying i'm not trying to take away anything from the character yeah. it's great but there's just something about it this time around that i was just like ah it didn't it didn't hit me as okay fun as last time and i think yeah. that comes with just like rewatching and being like oh well yeah probably there are other there are other parts that i thought was funny but yeah ben kingsley does an awesome job i loved the bad guy uh aldrich killing as uh well not uh, guy pierce is aldrich killing and um like you said don Cheadle does a great job with uh going off of robert Downey jr and of course robert Downey jr does an amazing job as he does with anything he's in that leads me to my like first kind of like nitpick with the movie is I wish there was more roadie. Yeah. In it very too. little. Yeah. But I understand like you've got to like cut some parts back because yeah. it's a very long movie already and the it story is, yeah. is already very tight. And so that's one thing I noticed like the story is very tight like in it. But I just wish there was more roadie in it because I loved him in Iron Man 2. And this is like the next one he's in after Iron Man 2. So, like, I needed more roadie in it. And yeah, that the Paltrow does an amazing job as uh, Pepper Potts as well. We and I and I wish there was more Harley to be honest, too. Once we get into that storyline, I wish there was more Harley to be honest. <laughs> Maybe that would have helped with you know, liking yeah. him his character was expanded yeah. more because yeah. it's kind of like I think he's in like two or three ep scenes and it's just like. Yeah. Let's let's get a bit more, you know. Yeah. Development. Even though they do a great job developing him in the little amount of time he's on the screen to begin with. But uh the music uh by Brian Tyler. I feel like we mention this every podcast that the music is just great. Did you yeah. hear the music or like the music was there was like of course some distinct tones throughout. And like, of course, it was an Iron Man movie and you heard the Iron Man th theme throughout. That was like the one theme basically throughout the movie I heard. But like, they didn't really have a lot of outside music that they did in like Iron Man 1 and 2, like with ACDC and all that. Um, but yeah, Brian Tyler did a pretty good job again with the score. Yeah, yeah there's that, that last... Uh that last uh, song that plays over the credits, which we'll hear in just a second when we jump into the actual movie. Uh, I have that on my uh, music playlist, like the just the no vocals playlist that I have. Yeah. And it just goes hard every single time. I just love the you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just love it. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about uh, on this here? Um, nope, but I have some background. All right, let's hit it with it. Yeah. So after the yeah, so after the release of Iron Man two, John Favreau open, openly stated he was not going to return for Iron Man three. 
And so this started the question, who was going to direct Iron Man 3? Robert Downey Jr. had worked with Shane Black on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was for Robert Downey Jr. really his kind of comeback film after spending some time in prison. So he was pretty close with Shane Black, and that was kind of the only person he wanted to direct this film that he thought could do justice to the series, and that he wanted to work with that, uh, with, uh, could get, they could continue what they've been doing, and uh, Shane, <clears throat> and Shane, <laughs> Shane Black said yes. And in interviews, Shane Black kind of said when he didn't, what he didn't want to do is have another movie where guys stood up in a big giant gigantic robot suits and punched at each other. He actually used to comparison uh, to Tom, Tom Clancy novels like the Jack Ryan film series is his point of reference. We wanted this movie to be the plot line involved global ter terrorism and kind of spy type of stuff. It even has a large section of the movie in the middle of it where you have Tony Stark battling bad guys without his suit at all. And also throughout the process in the storyline, um, he kind of worked out the storytelling uh, with Shane Black. And so they recalled <clears throat> several of the different plot elements that turned out to be major things. Despite the movie going down in history it is very divisive. It has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it made some money at the box office, uh, over $400 million here in North America. And globally, it made over a billion dollars. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you got to think that the uh, the box office, uh, you know, performance has yeah. to do with pretty much just the, the last two movies and how much they yeah. were loved. And just like Iron Man, even maybe him in Avengers, like, cause he's so good in Avengers. You yeah. To our podcast on Avengers, go listen to it. But, uh, that you got to think that's probably why it performs so well, not saying that it's not a good movie, but to have that amount of, you know, box office success. And they were really promoting this movie. I remember, like I said, they were promoting this movie. I read the first, I think if I'm not mistaken, I was going to say this in the earliest memories, but I think if I'm not mistaken, that the first trailer was in the Super Bowl. So, you know, that gets a lot of, of attention. That would, so <laughs> that would be about right timeline wise. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, and I think I think this movie, it definitely has a much different tone than the other two. Uh, and like you said, it's probably got due to the fact that it was written by or directed by Shane Black and not John Favreau because you know, directors bring their little style to it. And I think yeah. not that it hurts the movie much, but I think it's very shocking, like to watch like Iron Man two and then iron or Iron Man, then Iron Man two, and then come into this one. It is very different. Um, yeah. but I think it, it, it's, it's a good different, like you don't change Iron Man, you don't, or you don't change Tony Stark's personality. You don't change a pepper. You don't change war machine, but it's just a very different tone to the movie. And I, I think that's. Yeah. So the plot. Yeah. Uh, well, first we, we got to jump in. We got to. Oh, yeah. We got to jump in. Yeah, first we got to jump music in. Here. Yes. Yeah. So let's jump into the movie itself. Uh, 2013's Iron Man 3. 
so yeah let's get into the plot let's dig deeper uh the movie opens with robert downing jr as tony stark narrating a story about how he created his own demons and in a flashback to new year's eve 1999 tony is hanging out with a bunch of ladies one of them happens to be a scientist by the name of maya hansen played by rebecca hill and they're in switzerland um Tony is approached by a crippled scientist, Aldrich Killian, who wants Tony's backing in his endeavor to launch a company, uh, Advanced Idea Mechanics, or AIM. Uh, Maya has an experimental plant that uh, Tony helps her figure out, like some issues that she's having with it. And uh, Tony tells Aldrich Killian to go up to this roof and he'll meet him up there. And he never shows. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the opening. And then uh, do we cut to titles or do we just cut to present day? Is that what it is? Um, well, titles were in the beginning. I would I would say I would finish up. There was a little bit more, I think, with them sleeping together and then like, you know. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they slept together and then. And the plant blows up, that's right. And the and the plants blow up and all that, so. Yeah, Happy yeah. rips the, the leaf off and then the plants blow up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah, I guess so. And then it goes back to present day with another voiceover with Tony. But yes, so we see that it's the year 1999. What a year to be alive. I wish I was. Uh, (laughs) First thing I noticed uh, was John Favreau's long hair. Man, that dude can grow some. I don't know if that was uh, like fake or not. I don't know, but I really liked him with long hair. Um, but anyways, we also, we didn't mention that, uh, Tony also, as he's going uh, to his room, he, uh, got entered, uh, Yinsen comes up and introduces himself. And then Yinsen introduces Tony to Dr. Wu. I think that's another guy. I forgot who that is. I should have looked who that up is. I, I don't, I don't, like I'm not it. recalling. No, yeah. Uh, Yinsen introduces a, uh, Tony to another guy, to another doctor, Dr. Wu. Mm-hmm. They, um, and he like spoke Mandarin or something. So, uh, but yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was another thing. I was like, uh, he spoke, not like he spoke Mandarin, but like, as in the language, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think, well, he was probably um, with uh, the actual, uh, what do you call it? With the Mandarin who's, What's the association? Uh, uh, the Ten Rings. Yeah, the Ten Rings. He was probably with the Ten Rings. Um, I looked him up on uh, the old Marvel database on fandom, and uh, it just says that he he's the heart surgeon that uh, Tony goes to to get the shrapnel removed out of his chest at the end of the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so okay. Uh, yeah, and comic. So no, no I, relation to anything. I'm saying. Nope, and comic. So any- <laughs> he's, not, he's not in the comics either. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. So, and then we see Killian. We see Killian, this crippled guy, nerdy guy. Um, I didn't really like him at the beginning, but you know, he he, was, he is so off-putting at the beginning. Yeah, he was. Like, yeah, they did. Hands off to the hair and makeup crew. Like, great job, guys. Great job. <laughs> uh, and then Happy messing when once they're in the room, Happy messing with the plants. That was hilarious. And yeah. then, hey, don't touch so. your fight. 
<laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about this scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have much. Uh Jensen seeing Jensen again was really nice. That uh yes. And I love I love that they tied aim into this. Like I comic book rant here for a moment. Like aim yeah. is so huge in the comics. It is. Yeah. And the way they just blow it off in the MCU is really, really irritating. And like they they use the card and maybe maybe aim has been growing this entire time in the MCU and we just don't know it yet. Yeah, we um, could see it. Down and I was line, hoping honest, like still. like with the introduction of Modoc in Quantumania that it would happen. <laughs> like but that was Modoc in Quantumania just sucked. And then that's that's gonna be rebranded too because I like sure Mandarin, so, like Mandarin, like Modoc will be probably. I likely. sure hope so. so yeah, uh, <laughs> my comic love and heart was just. Mm, anyway, but Any, so like, yeah. either like maybe not Aldrich killing, but like someone is still carrying out Aim's you know duties and everything, and like Aim is still alive, maybe. But just like the fact that they dropped it here and it hasn't come to fruition yet is just really disappointing. But it's it's nice to hear it just, you know, just <laughs> in passing even. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 all I really have to say. It's a great opening. Um, I think it's really fun. And, you know, when when a movie starts with voiceover, you're always concerned, like maybe they're just trying to like tie pieces together just so you, you know, like it has no point to the plot. But you're just doing it but it does not actually moves the story along very nicely and like it kind of fills in some blanks that you would be kind of lost without it to begin with but moving on it's christmas time in 2022 or 2012 excuse me uh uh the avengers had just saved new york city that summer as we all know and um uh tony stark is having some uh, PTSD issues and, you know, is uh, working on his new armor. He's been up for 72 hours, we find out. And um, he's working on uh, Mark 42, which has like some sensor thingy that will just fly and connect yes. Tony. When... Well, he when it cut back to him, he was putting yeah, in his yeah. in his like veins or, you know, yeah, I, I don't but, know. like they never explain what that is. Like he's just yeah. injecting himself with some stuff and you're just, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And uh, he's listening to Christmas music and uh, jingle bells. J- yep. Jingle bells. And uh, the pieces are flying across the room and uh, knocks Tony off the ground. <laughs> and yes. into and, and the pieces shatter all around him uh then tony turns on the tv uh to find a uh terrorist called the mandarin um hijacking the airwaves and uh telling everyone that he's about to you know do some not cool things uh he basically uh yeah calls out america for being not great uh <laughs> and that- he, and he says he took credit like Oh for yes, that's a, right. um, blow, bombing a U.S. military station in yeah. the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce uh, oh. Kuwait. Kuwait. Yes, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know how. To... <laughs> yeah, no, um, but yeah, and he killed like wives and children and soldiers. You know, I don't know, <laughs> but yes. yes. No, you're correct. <laughs> uh, President 
the president is uh, basically mocking him and uh, and the only thing he has to defend America with is the war machine uh, who happens to be Colonel James Rhodes, Tony's best friend or uh, the Iron Patriot as he is now known. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll stop there. Uh, I, yeah. I, before, before you get into anything, what name do you like better, War Machine or the Iron Patriot? War Machine. Okay. Okay. Good. You know, well, I, War Machine looks cool. Well, most people would say probably the Iron Patriot looks cooler, but yeah, I'd uh, I'd like good old basic, you know, the suit. Yeah. <laughs> War Machine. Good old silver so. and black. Yeah, silver and black. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I just wanted to make sure, you know, because yeah. that's it's a pretty lively debate that some people have going on. <laughs> Not really. I don't I don't even know if that was, you know, <laughs> a debate. <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to make it one. So, yeah, <laughs> um, we see dummy again, though. Yes. Uh, his uh, his uh, crane or whatever. He's sweeping. He's like uh, dummies like sweeping and like yeah. has a cap on his head or something like that. <laughs> uh and then tony's like been awake for like three days or something working on a new yeah, 72 line. hours 72 hours that's crazy and then i love those shots like the signature like in these iron man movies where like the crane you, you have like the shot of his testing and all that and it like goes back yeah. to that like you know when he's testing suits and all that and i love those shots and i like how they incorporated that into that this scene and then like I didn't think for here the VFX like wasn't too bad, like the visual effects and all that. There yeah, are a couple could, places though. Yeah, there are a couple places. There are yes. a couple places. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I like when he said like I'm the best, and then he gets it. <laughs> I uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, like, that was it. That was funny. If, if there's um, ever been a uh, example of the good old pair or uh, not parable proverb. Pride cometh before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It was that scene right there, the two seconds. <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Continue. So, yeah. And then, like I was saying earlier, this suit that he's making, I didn't see, we didn't get him, see him like a lot of time in this movie of him fully wearing it and all the way charged up. You know, it, there's complications through the movie. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. But and if you haven't is, seen the movie, just stay tuned because we'll talk about it. But yeah, I Sorry. think I think this is my second favorite suit of all time because I really like the one in he has in uh, Infinity War. I like that one, mm -hmm. um, that suit. But anyways, um, yes, we get Mandarin, this uh, dude yes. who's just a threaten every, threatening everyone. And yeah, yeah. And it, I think this. I think sorry. I think no, this no. is the first time we see like a president in Marvel, unless we saw him in a uh, a Captain America, the first I Captain wanna, America. I want to say. I mean, you may have seen it in Captain America, but I feel like President Ellis. Maybe he comes back, but he's well. Yeah, but like we've like, seen a president, not like only him. Oh, okay, okay. You know, uh, the first time. Well, you know what? Let me go back to uh, Marvel Wiki and find out here. Okay. Well, I'll just keep on talking then. Yeah, you do uh, that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, we get see we see like we all we all see these a um images and like 
talk shows and all that through like a TV screen. Of course, that's another interesting way how to see all what's happening in front of our eyes and not just like we're like watching it on a TV, you know. Um, but a, uh, <laughs> they're just making jokes out of a uh, the president's decision and changing uh, his decision changing a um <laughs> the name for a war machine to iron patriot but of course that is a joke in the movie and it's hilarious so yeah <laughs> um have you found anything about um, presidents all I, all i'm getting is historical presidents that they put in <laughs> marvel comics so well well let me see if i i'm trying to get down I would just look up for like President Ellis, I guess. I don't know. And yeah, let me look it up here. I, I'm not sure. Sorry. I was not... going to research that, but I didn't have time for that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. President Ellis as a character, we don't really get to see a lot of him. Of course, he's like a side character. Um, I don't know why I would try to ramble about him because he's just the president and he's literally there because he's president okay. <laughs> and i feel like the vice president had more of a storyline than him too <laughs> so. uh, yeah for the most part yeah no. <laughs> yeah uh no he's only in iron man 3 I, I thought we i swear we saw more presidents than or him in more movies than that but i must be completely wrong i mean obviously yeah i thought this was like at least for like you know you know, like in Iron Man 2, we have like more military stuff, you know, and then we have Iron that with Iron Man 1 as well. But then like Captain America, that's more Patriot, you know, all all back in the day, they um yeah him in the war. And and I thought like at the very end, maybe with the when the Stan Lee cameo happened, I think that's when it happened yeah, in a uh Captain America. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say that actually. I don't know if that happened when it happened, but at the very end of the movie, when he's like getting the Medal of Honor, or not him. What is that happening? I think it's in the middle of the movie, not the end of the movie. Yeah. What am I saying? I don't know. Um, I, think but, you know I, don't, I think the a president is there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I. Um... Uh, when go back to that podcast. Have we done a pod? Yes, we have done, yeah, a, done podcast. a podcast. No, we've it's... done podcast talking about that. It's so... just the senator. Yes, Senator. The yeah. Senator. Okay. America. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we can. Anyway, I we feel like that. we could. Yeah, let's just move on. Let's move on. It's not a big deal. And if yeah, you're it's... for information, you're not going to get that particular piece of information. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, yes. Yeah. The, uh, Rody and uh, Tony are talking now. Uh, yep. At a restaurant. Uh, all I'm going to say on that scene. Is the way the Mandarin signs off on that like TV broadcast, uh, and you'll never see me coming, and it just like cuts out. It's actually terrifying. Like I, like you know, like obviously yeah, all the jump cuts, all the jump cuts, and all that. Yeah, because like because like you know, rewatching it, that he's not really the Mandarin, but like if you were watching that on TV for the first time, and it's like real life, you're like, you're like. You have to go change your pants because you just peed yourself. Because like, it's that scary. Like I'm gonna be perfect. Yes. I'm just genuine right now. Like if I like even even rewatching it last night, I was like, that's pretty. That's intense. Like it really is. 
but <laughs> anyway, and I, I like the, I like the, no, wait, no, I don't have a quote here. Anyway, all I'm saying is the Mandarin's terrifying. But yeah, uh, like he said, uh, like Wesley said, uh, Tony and Rhodey are at a restaurant talking about the Mandarin. And uh, Rhodey tells Tony that while the media and the press only know of three bombings attributed to the Mandarin, there have been at least six more that have taken place off the books. Um, uh, he tells Tony that he's now he's you know, he's going to be the Iron Patriot, and uh, the two are coming um, and making jokes about how bad the uh, the the name is. And uh, a couple kids run up, and uh, Tony uh, is like drawing a picture for him, and uh, this little kid comes up, and he's like how'd you escape from that wormhole and uh, causes Tony to have an anxiety attack. Uh, he looks very much like the kid from a Christmas story. And Tony makes a joke about that, which I love that quote. I loved you in a Christmas story. <laughs> uh, I, have a behind the, I have a behind the scenes fact about that too. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me finish real quick. Uh, and then yes, Tony, yes. Tony gets an anxiety attack. He runs out of the restaurant causing kind of a, kind of a, uh, what's that word that I'm looking at? A scene. That's the word. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, he jumps in the Iron Man suit and takes off. Um, and yeah, that's that's that scene. And then uh, we'll go back to Stark Industries in a minute. But let's. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the Christmas story, a Christmas story gag. Uh, you should all accept that Iron Man. Okay, I'm just stealing this from another website. So not my words, their words. You know. So you should all accept this as Iron Man Three is a Christmas movie. Uh, not just because it's set at Christmas and there are Christmas trees around, but because Shane Black made it. That's an automatic qualification right there. There's a major reference to one of the most famous Christmas movies of all time. At one point, yeah, we said that. Uh, <laughs> it mentions a uh, Ralphie Parker. He looks like the kid looks like Ralphie Parker from A Christmas Story. <laughs> and it's not accidental. It's not accidental because the actor who famous famously played Ralphie, uh, Peter Billingsley, mm -hmm. actually produced Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and yes. had a brief cameo in the first movie. So, yes. Yeah. Do you, rem do you remember uh, when we did that podcast, we were talking about him uh, because we had just done Elf and he's in that movie as well. He's in yes. Elf. Yes. That's, that's so funny. But yes, uh, for those of you guys who need a reason to rewatch this movie, it is a Christmas movie. So put it on rotation at Christmas time. <laughs> Sure, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it, it is a Christmas movie. You have to. Like, okay, okay. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you have to. I don't to. know. I'm just I, saying, I, would, I would argue like the last, like the climax of the movie. <laughs> it's not really. They're in Florida. They're in. <laughs> I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. This is the Jingle Bells. There's yeah, Rabbit as a Christmas present for Pepper. Yes, I would, I would qualify as, yeah, I would agree. It's a, now, it's a Christmas movie. Now, yes. is it like uh like a hundred percent if it's like die hard level like that argument yeah. like you know <laughs> yeah. well i mean okay if die hard is a christmas movie <laughs> iron man 3 is a christmas movie yes like okay we're gonna have a poll at the uh, underneath this i haven't i haven't on. seen die hard so i and i and i think die hard is a christmas movie so okay. yeah okay no I, I i'm just putting a poll out there if, yeah. Do you think Iron Man three should qualify as a Christmas movie? Yes or no? Down, yeah. down, down. If you're listening to it on Spotify, if you're listening to it on Apple Music, you will not have that poll. Just email us and let us know. Do you, yes. is, is 
Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie or not? Yeah. The Podcast at gmail.com. Do it right now. Okay. Uh, so uh, I loved the uh, the quote where Iron Patriot's like, look, Tony, I'm not trying to be a dictator. Like when the kids walk up, he's like, I can't say that. Yes. I, just, I love it. I think it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, there is a nod to Avengers here with the wormhole, obviously. And uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add, Wesley? We see Tony getting his uh, first anxiety attack in Zyge- words today. And and I'm not going to say it again. Anxiety. It's his first, yes, an anxiety <laughs> attack. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we see his first one here a, um, a, as an audience after the events. And hopefully most of the people seeing this movie saw Avengers. A, um, when this came out because that they would have like no idea like why is he just on the street having what one, I guess <laughs> yes <laughs> um, but yeah and I, I like how he noticed it like he goes in the suit and he thinks he's like was poisoned but then Jarvis was like you had an anxiety attack uh, so because like kind of like the Jarvis is kind of not his brain but like you know his inside man and I like how like Jarvis helped him out and you know yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I didn't have it written down, but I remember uh, the like throughout this entire movie, you notice like the suit is kind of like a drug and he's kind of like addicted to like the suit because it makes him feel comfortable yeah. makes him feel. But then slowly he has to learn how to deal with it without the suit and how to become a hero without the suit. And I just think that's really I think that's really neat. And I love I love that little kind of storyline i suppose is what it's called and that even nods to like kind of the end game of his story <laughs> mm. so yeah <laughs> i like it but yeah so uh back at stark industries pepper Potts, who is now like the ceo of it i suppose i don't think i don't know exactly know her yeah we didn't get like at the end of the last movie, we kind of heard that she was like in charge, I guess. A um, I think, and then I feel like that's here. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure. But a uh, then we also see Happy here. So you go on. Sorry, I interrupt. Yeah. No, no, you're good. I interrupt you enough. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, Pepper Potts uh is uh talking with uh Happy Hogan who's now the head of security at Stark Industries. Um, he's annoying literally everyone as he's walking around going, hey, badge, badge, security badge, badge. Um, <laughs> making sure everyone has one. And uh, Pepper explains that complaints have risen nearly 200% since he started working there. And Happy, you know, that's a good thing. That's a compliment. No, Happy it's not. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, and uh, she has a four o'clock appointment with Aldrich Killian. who uh, She doesn't know it's Aldrich right away. but Yes. Um, uh, it is him, and uh, he looks much better, very much hotter, and um, he has no disability yeah. now. Or, yeah, and uh, Aldrich wants Stark Industries to back his think tank called Advanced Idea Mechanics or AIM. Uh, their goal is a biological experiment called Extremis, which harnesses the brain's power to alter human DNA. He then shows Pepper a large holographic reconstruction of his own brain and how extremists can utilize part of the brain that would otherwise go unused. And uh, Pepper tells him that Stark Industries isn't interested in it. 
and the, uh, because it could be transferred to weapons and they don't do, they're not in the weapons game anymore. Yeah. And that is uh, that. Well, Tony also calls uh, the yes. head of security, Happy Hogan. And uh, he's like, oh, is she, he's showing her. <laughs> is this the forehead of security? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that's, that's that. What are the thoughts? Yeah, that whole instance with <laughs> Tony calling Happy, that was hilarious. Um, is this, is this uh, the forehead of security? You know, you know, I'm not technically technological. When he's like, de- when he's describing the situation to Tony, big brain. Yeah, he's he's showing her. She's showing her his big brain. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was hilarious. But yeah, we see a uh, Aldrich again, and we see his glow up. I guess <laughs> for right now, you um, could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, we see. Uh, his a um whole pod project his life project i guess and what he's been working on and since a uh well i don't i think they kind of like met before i think maybe i don't know she like, said that they worked together yeah they did somewhere. or something yeah I'm not yeah sure. I, guess, I can't remember I what exactly yeah but yeah so we hear that and um and we kind of hear his story and opening up uh how um he's been doing since um the time he met Tony, and we also see at the near the end of that conversation him like talking about Tony. He says like um I think it was yeah here at, at the end um how like a uh, she thought he thought that she would be like more slacked off and not be like Tony, you know, and yeah. but Pepper still said no. So yeah. Yeah. So a uh, bit of a, uh, you know, comic thing again, this, uh, this story arc kind of is taken from a six part uh, comic series uh, from Iron Man uh, volume four uh, from 2004 uh, to 2006, where it's a six part theory, six part series over two years, which reading them as they came out would be painful. But uh, fortunately I have Marvel in the minute, but um it's it's basically yeah, just called extremists and you know Aldrich Killian and Maya are characters in it and they pretty much the same thing that happens in this movie but just thought that was interesting just so if you guys want to go read it it's Iron Man uh volume four numbers one through six that's hmm. this that's the storyline anyway yeah, I love I love Happy Hogan walking around back to the movie with like the badge and just like you know hey badge. And then you see it when he sits down on the uh, on the chair and he's looking over to uh, Aldrich is hench goon. He has Savin, a, I think. Yeah. Eric, yeah. Eric Savin or whatever. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, badge. And he just like lifts it up and kind of like flips it. But also Aldrich in the same, very intense. Like you're not, I don't think you're supposed to know he's the bad guy yet, but he's still very intense. And you just like, you're, you're watching him you know, just like talk to her and it's like, he's up to no good, but I don't know if he's like, you know, like, is he actually bad or is he good? You know, like it's weird. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, the beads that show the brain, pretty cool. Kind of almost a nod to uh, like the, I can't remember what the name, but like the Black Panther beads that they have. Oh yeah. Kind of like, not actually, but like, 
kind of the same vibe. There are not oh. there are nods in like you know in Age of Ultron leading yeah. up to that movie in Age of Ultron. There's another nod in like Iron Man where like it shows what or Iron Man two I think it was where it shows Wakanda and stuff on the screen. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, good and vibranium, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I think this scene is pretty. It's pretty. It's intense, and then you know Tony calls, lightens it up, but it's pretty intense, like especially for this early in the movie. But true. But yeah, uh, so Pepper goes home. Oh wait, we we missed a part. Like she walks him uh, out, and happy yes. is out and there happy takes happy takes a picture of the car. Yeah, the license plate. Yeah, and decides to follow him. The the henchman at least. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, uh, Pepper drives home. And uh, Tony has a giant stuffed rabbit for her as a Christmas gift outside. And uh, the armor welcomes Tony, or we think it's Iron Man in the armor. Um, and uh, he's he says he welcomes her in, and they're talking. Uh, she wants to give him a kiss, but he can't open it because guess what? He's not actually in the armor. He's in the uh, lab. Uh, like with like a weird head display head thing. mount, yeah, yeah, that he's using to remotely control the the suit, and uh, she's irritated because he that's like apparently their date night, and um, he's already eaten without her, and he's still working on Iron Man suits, and she's frustrated, and then Pepper tells Tony that she's going to go shower and that he's going to join her, and then we cut to the evening, and Tony's having you know another episode. And uh, Pepper's trying to wake him up. And then one of the armor suits, the suits, Iron Man suits. That's what I mean. Wow. Come in, grab her, her hand. And uh, she gets upset and frustrated and uh, walks downstairs to sleep without him. And uh, yeah, so we'll end. There. I would, I would, I would probably keep just going with happy's, happy's Let's do it. Him. Let's do it. Let's move on. Uh, the next day. Happy or I feel like it's not the next day. It's like that it's night. That I night. Think, yeah. 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 Okay. We're on the same page. Uh, Happy's following uh, Savin and uh, he sees a handoff with a man named Jack Taggart uh, and Happy tries to, you know, bump in. Oh, well, he does bump into Taggart. Taggart drops the things. He picks up one and then Savin bumps into him. And uh, yeah, there's an explosion because Taggart overheats explodes and the only thing left of him is dog tags happy's injured savin walks away because he's also uh what are they called are they do they have a name or are they just called extremists are we just gonna call them let's just call them that because i don't think there's really a name is there yeah i don't think so okay because he's extremist like he's got that injected him and uh later that night mandarin hijacks the tv airwaves and takes responsibility for those blasts so keep going, or do we wait and let's talk about it? I think we wait here because okay. the next few yep. things, yeah. Okay, so, perfect. yeah, we see Pepper driving home, and not driving home. We see her driving up in the driveway, and uh, <laughs> we see a huge stuffed bunny there. I don't know if that was a CGI or not. I would believe it is, maybe, but you never know. Uh, they might have gotten know. a. They might have gotten a huge prop, you know, <laughs> um, whatever they wanted to do, I guess. 
but we also see her them like we see the chemistry between her and um Tony again. Yep. And kind of the flirtatiousness of it as well. Um and uh of Tony not <laughs> getting out of the suit. And then she comes downstairs and is annoyed. And Tony does admit that he's a mess. And I kind of like that part where he explains that he um, can't sleep. And then he also just wants to protect her and all that. Um, But we also see that scary scene when they're in bed. Kind of uh, (laughs) of reminded me of uh, Revenge of the Sith style uh, Star Wars of Anakin Skywalker, if anybody's seen that. (laughs) His, uh, His dreams. But yes, anyways uh <laughs> chinese theater um happy a uh going into cover i don't know uh just trying to cue the mission impossible theme song yeah the, yeah mission impossible i guess <laughs> yes um but he gets uh severely injured and I, that's another thing he was hardly in the movie too so like yeah, that's well yeah I, I wonder if that has to do with him not wanting to be in it like he did that too. Direct, yes, so I like, think that was. I think that was another part of it too. Yeah. Like I'll I be think. in it, but I'm not gonna be, like much in it. You know. And that does make sense since he wasn't the director. He wasn't like. Yeah. Not that he's because, that he's not there because he didn't want to direct it. But yeah, like, yeah like he maybe, didn't want it. Like, I'll take a back seat for now. Yeah. So and then we see the manager again, and taking responsibility, and we still don't know who this mandarin guy is and we just see him on the tv and i don't know <laughs> just kind of a sussy guy i guess i mean he <laughs> yeah i kind of wouldn't want to cross him on a bad day let me tell you what Oof. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i i really like uh you know like the scene in the bed like just because like i don't know it's very spooky if that makes sense. It, but, yeah. <laughs> but this is this is also where I get a bit frustrated with the movie because there's a couple things that they never explain and they just expect you to accept. Like there's no like, you know, like when the armor comes in, how does that happen? Like he doesn't have that headpiece on anymore. Like he, 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 he mentioned something like, I must have called it in my sleep. That's not supposed to happen. But like how? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no explanation for how that works. And then when a happy knocks into the case, like, what is that? Like, what do they need it for? What, what is What are those pieces? You never explain like literally happy, like bumps into seven and it goes, yeah. And now you're, you're caught or red handed or whatever. And then they blow up. Like they never explain what those are. And like, it doesn't take away my enjoyment from the movie. I still like enjoyed it, but it's just like, it's things you have to like, okay, well, we're just supposed to know what it is. It's not important if we know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes sense. Kind of plot holes, you know? Yeah. Plot <laughs> holes. Yeah. But also, yeah, I not- guess that's a good, a good category for them, I suppose. I would only with the Tony thing. I don't know. Like, you know, there's sleep talking. There's a way for people to sleep talk. Could have he could have said Jarvis? I yeah that yeah I guess so. <laughs> I mean he could have yeah it, <laughs> yeah he could yeah maybe Jarvis but you know like, it wasn't I don't yeah. know. 
but like like I said, it doesn't really take away my enjoyment from the movie. It's just like things walking, like watch rewatching it, not walking. Like you notice and you're just like, oh, well, you know, like you'll miss it the first few times. But now it's like or I guess when you sit down and like have to analyze it with a critical mind, I guess. like, <laughs> like uh, true, true, yeah. true, true. No, I, I really enjoyed the the scenes with Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. They're just two amazing actors and getting to see them with chemistry. It's oh, mwah. chef's kiss. But yeah, we head over to the hospital with Happy, who's looking a little bit worse for wear. He is in a coma. Um, and uh, Tony just lurking in the corner. <laughs> yeah, just very, very ominously. Um, and Happy, uh, Tony uh, is just making sure everything's okay. He tells the, uh, the nurse that uh, makes your Sunday nights. The TV's on PBS because that's when they played Downton Abbey and uh, it's his favorite show. He thinks it's elegant. Uh, but yeah, he heads out of the uh, the hospital and there's a bunch of reporters who in these movies, they make seem like they're such jerks. And I don't know. I've never like interacted with a reporter in real life. Maybe they are actually jerks. I don't know. But um, I have. You have? Are they jerks? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tony, uh, Tony then snaps back at the reporters and gives the Mandarin his home address and says that he will kill him, I believe, or that he just died or something like that. Uh, meanwhile, at home, Jarvis and Tony are analyzing the you know explosion area the chinese theater um and tony discovers the military tags with the name tagger on them uh but since there were no active military personnel at the blast tony wonders why the tags are there jarvis analyzes the latest attack and compares it with past incidences that the mandarin has taken credit for and they find that uh rose hill tennessee had one a couple years ago that uh was pretty uh similar that's the word um and yeah uh tony asked jarvis uh if there were any ex-military there and there was a man named chad davis that and he blew himself up and taking five people along with him and jarvis then creates a flight path for the iron man suit to tennessee but then the doorbell rings uh <laughs> A paranoid Tony wonders why they're getting visits since it should be on total lockdown. Uh, but it turns out it's not the Mandarin, or is it? Uh, Dr. Maya Hansen instead is at the door, and she believes Tony is in danger. Pepper's packing and throws her bags over the banister, which I thought was pretty funny, and uh, is saying that they're leaving because he gave the address to the Mandarin. But just then, uh, the choppers are outside. But they're actually bad choppers, and they yes. blow up the uh, the house. Yes. Uh, Tony throws the suit, the uh, Mark 42 suit, to protect Pepper, and Pepper and Maya survive the attack. And Tony, after managing to destroy two helicopters without his suit, uh, yes. uh, crumbles uh, into the sea and uh, 
but he takes the suit back after my and pepper get out of the the you know blast zone yes before before he went to the sea yes before he goes into the sea yeah he gets it on before he falls into the sea and uh the suit gets some power back and flies off and tony passes out inside the suit <laughs> so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there yeah so we see happy in the hospital bed and uh and now tony's just frustrated and um validly as, <laughs> as yes validly so yes as one would assume and he even he even he even leaks his own uh home address and yeah. uh with no backup he just uh he's like come at me bro <laughs> he's a bit he's a bit he, he needs to win he needs a win yes right he does um and then and then you see like the good old-fashioned uh a uh, analyzing stuff you know in these movies and you see yeah. like a um him analyzing the attack and like we see like happy when he like pointed he was like pointing at the dog tags and all that and it was just that's always a cool factor into these like films when they're discovering things you know so yeah and they uh we see maya again i don't see the thing with maya i don't i like killian more than maya i'll say that i like killian more than maya yeah as you should yeah um (laughs) but she's kind of confusing i don't know i wish i have a actually i have a behind the scenes fact i'll say that right now to be i'll say that right now i have a behind the scenes fact so yeah uh let me find it here so oh wait no i shouldn't say it because it kind of Okay. <laughs> not right now i'll say it when the okay. twist happens near the end <laughs> never plot mind twist. <laughs> uh plot twist about the plot twist yes on yes. the podcast wesley just threw uh, a- <laughs> uh won't say it right now um but we see her come and i love the line where they're like pepper's like trying to leave and a um she says a uh Man, I lost it. Oh no! I went. I lost. Man, I don't have that one. Yeah. How about how about you start talking about this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, I really like uh the quote that Tony says. Uh, are we still on Ding Dong? We're supposed to be on total lockdown. I just thought that was or in total lockdown or something like that. I think that one's pretty funny. Um, for me, I am not a huge fan of the hologram analyzation of the the things. Okay. (laughs) To me, it feels like kind of a shortcut because like we said it like the movie is already so tight that it feels like they're trying to do a lot in two hours if that makes sense and so it feels like kind of a shortcut to get to where we need to go to get him to tennessee uh like i don't know um that's just me i'm i don't know it's kind of a nitpick uh just Pointing that out doesn't, again, take away anything from me enjoying the movie. Uh, I love that Happy loves PBS. It just kind of fits. Or not PBS, Downton Abbey. <laughs> just, just fits Happy. Um, yeah, he loves PBS kids. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't put him past him. Uh, Daniel Probably, Tiger. actually. Yeah. Slaps. Uh, and then I'm calling out the Mandarin. Very delusional, but very awesome as well. Um, and that attack uh, on the, the Malibu mansion. Yeah. Dang, like I remember the Lego set for that. 
Yes. Um, I thought that was cool. I, I, I wish, yeah, I wish I got that Lego set so bad. I wanted that house so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the quote that Tony and Pepper share the, I got you when she, she, she like jumps over top of him and saves the, in the yeah. suit. And he goes, I got you first. It's just, I think that's pretty funny. Um, and then the way he like takes out the helicopters with the mini missile and then shoots it with the gauntlet that he still has. Yeah. Uh, and then like the, uh, the piano as well. I thought that was <laughs> pretty funny. Kind of foreshadowing right to the Dr. Strange. Yes. In multiverse medicine. <laughs> Not really, but, um, and again, the way he got out of the, the underwater situation, Again, kind of cheating in my opinion, but that's just that's just me. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> do you have the quote He's now? The, he he is the mechanic, so you know. You know what? You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like it wasn't. Yeah. Even nervous. It was yeah. Just, yeah. Nervous and it was like, okay, sure. Yeah. We'll just... Anyway, I mean, it's a superhero movie, so you have to suspend <laughs> it. But. Uh, um. And... So yeah. So yeah, go ahead. telling to Tony, he's saying. She's saying to Tony, normal people behave. And Maya points out that the the stuffed animal and he's and she says, Is that normal? Oh yeah. And they just go, Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that, that one is pretty funny. Oh, something um, about the rabbit. Sorry, sorry. Uh so in the Lego Avengers 2 game, the one that came out uh after so the Lego Avengers game? Yes, like, the Avengers, with, not the superheroes. With, yes, not Lego Marvel. The one where you play through the movies. Yes, yes. Uh, Avengers and Ultron and all that, yeah. Yes. When you unlock free play, I don't know if it's in there sooner, but from what I remember, in the free play mode, you can go into Avengers Tower. Wow. And there is well, a yeah. giant rabbit. <laughs> or maybe it's outside the Malibu Mansion. Anyway, I don't remember where exactly it is, but there's free play and you can like play and you can like jump across. That's the cool. But there is a giant rabbit nod to it. And I just, I think that's I've never, cool. I've never completed that game. So I actually have it, but I might. You, you need to complete it and find the giant yeah. rabbit. But that yeah. game is awesome. I think it's the best Lego, uh, Lego Marvel game that's out there. Better than Marvel superheroes? I personally think so. I like, I like being able wow. to do the movies more than wow. just. A separate story. Okay. okay I don't know. Go. The story, the story's great in Lego Mars Superior. Oh, I so. agree. I agree. But yeah. So maybe I should it play is, it. It is kind of cheesy. Oh, have you not played it all the I, way? Or no, I played it all the way, but okay. I, need, I haven't played it in probably three to four years. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't have time to play video games that often anymore. So yeah, you know, unfortunately, yeah. uh <laughs> me neither. And there we both have I we have both of those on the Wii U and not yeah. I'm transitioning so. over to Xbox now, so you know maturing if i could say no, <laughs> no anyways we, we we use still the best console out there just <laughs> anyway <laughs> go, go ahead Finish so yes a uh i don't even know what i was talking uh i never said anything about the the whole blast or anything when they, yeah, the, the helicopters the fight, yeah. came I, um, I thought yeah i thought that was pretty cool i wish it was kind of longer but you know a oh, house I collapsing agree. a house collapsing you've only got so much yeah, you only got so much time, and uh, it was on the water, not on the water, but like you know, above the water. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool in how he took out the hol- helicopters. So I don't know. But we can move on now as Tony awakens in a, his suit. Yeah. Uh, over Nash. Not Nashville. Sorry. No. Over Tennessee. Uh, he's five miles outside of the Rose Hill, Tennessee. So he actually drags that armor. <laughs> five miles. Uh, well, but- I don't know where the house is. The house could be like a little bit outside, you know? It could be outside. So- You're correct. Uh, but Tony uh wake up wakes up and he thinks he's in northern california but uh he's actually five miles outside of tennessee tony's mad at jarvis but uh jarvis reminds him that uh he did ask for the flight plan to be made so you can't be mad at jarvis um and he you did pass out so you know (laughs) and then jarvis decides to pass out after tony ejects from the suit as he has no more power uh tony's drudging uh through the snow uh, dragging the armor along with him, like uh, Wesley mentioned, that's uh, in the trailer. Um, he stops at a gas station where he steals a poncho off a mannequin <laughs> of a uh, 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 Native American chief and uh, calls Pepper on a payphone. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, he then drags the armor to an empty uh, house nearby. I think it's like a garage, like a barn almost. And uh, he begins to repair the armor, uh, but the house isn't empty. Uh, the uh, A little 10-year-old boy walks in, uh, Harley Keener, played by Ty Simkin of uh, Jurassic Park fame. Uh, well, excuse me, Jurassic <laughs> World. Excuse me. Uh, yes. <laughs> he, he recognizes Iron Man, and uh, Tony asks Harley for some help and promises that he'll be rewarded with uh, an anti-bullying device. Uh, but yeah. And then, uh, Harley begins to ask Tony too many questions about New York, causing Tony to have a anxiety attack. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Man, just a minute. We'll, we'll finish up here. Yeah, okay. uh, back at the Malibu mansion, Pepper is looking for clues. Well, actually I think Pepper's just depressed. Yeah, she's just thinking Tony's yeah. dead. She finds the old helmet. She holds it up to her head in like a, Lion King esque kind of like, you know, lions foreheads, um, and then she sees a button that's flashing. She puts it on, and uh, she gets a message from Tony that he left on the pay from the payphone. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yes. Uh. So yeah, we see him in uh Tennessee. Uh. Um, I like how Tony says Jarvis, not my, or does he say, yeah, Jarvis is not my idea or something. I don't even know. I wrote that down. I think, oh, wait, it was him responding to the, uh, <laughs> a, um, him say Jarvis saying a, uh, that they had a flight flight plan and stuff <laughs> and it yes. was his idea, but <laughs> yes, it was Tony's idea. Yeah. And then we see, uh, Jarvis also shut shuts down and all that and um <laughs> stop at the de- gas station i just stole a poncho from a wooden indian uh <laughs> um but yeah and tony breaks into the house and i really like the the this first interaction with Har- harley here because it kind of reminded me for some reason with a um like how we like with the kid like pointed again and I, I don't know it kind of reminded me of like at the beginning of endgame spoilers 
a um with nebula for some reason i don't know why i i'm not sure Ooh. why but like i feel like like just the way he addressed harley i don't yeah I, kind of i there's like nothing he said similar but like just the tone i guess I, yeah the way he kind of like yes it's sarcastic but also sweet yes yes and yeah, yeah kind of the same way uh with uh peter parker in uh homecoming yeah in a way but yeah i can see that so yeah um <laughs> the one line from a uh harley where he says technically you're dead <laughs> uh, yep yep um yeah and then we also yeah we hear that harley's dad left uh, him and his mom and uh yep. yeah and tony just asks like for a billion trillion stuff a uh, yep. a watch from uh sandwich from harley <laughs> yeah um a Question, computer. do you like do you like tuna fish sandwiches no oh man see i'm gluten free can't have them now but i okay, love well get tuna okay. fish crackers Ooh. <laughs> hold up no i do like tuna anyway can't, yeah. <laughs> i can't this the smell the smell that's that's valid um yeah fiance my fiance doesn't like it either but you know what it's okay yeah. we all have our <laughs> uh, incorrect opinions so <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love I love I love the argument between Jarvis and Tony. That's kind of what you were talking about. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh when he like ejects out of the suit of armor and he just goes, Ooh, that's brisk. Like just like I don't know. I just think it's funny because he's like sweating in the suit. He just came from California and now he's in snowy Tennessee and he's just like I thought it was funny. <laughs> and yeah, Harley is showstopper actually. And then uh yeah, I love the quote where he goes. You know what keeps going through my head? Where is my sandwich? Just thought that <laughs> yeah. was thing. It's peak, peak, uh, peak uh, Tony Stark. Peak yeah, cinema right there. It's true. Uh, Harley is it's pretty funny. But like when they're like, you know, examining, I guess we haven't gotten to it. Did we get to it? I can't remember. Examining my, uh, what? The, the, the suicide, suicide, air quotes. When he's the like all the questions, you know, like. The, oh, not yet. No. Okay. We have not we'll gotten to that. No. But I'm going to yeah. put it out there because it's about Harley. Like, that is where it irritates me. Like, that's where it just gets too much. Like, the oh, okay. Questioning and questioning. Yeah. It's like, he's already asked you to stop. Maybe just cut it out for a minute. Like, you're, you're 10. You should be able to, you know, like, if someone asks you to stop it and you can tell they're kind of getting irritated, like, just, just stop, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, but it does. Yeah. That's where it, that's where it gets uh, too much for me. Yes. But um. You, I don't. I don't have anything else. So. Okay. So we'll move on. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Teaming. Uh. Wait. What? No. Tony and uh, Harley are investigating. Well, we we cut to Maya and Pepper. It doesn't show in the thingy in here, but we cut to Maya and Pepper. They're in the they're in a car together. Is, and oh yes in the car yes yes okay. i thought you meant in the hotel i was like that's a bit later no not not in the hotel okay. but yeah um where maya should i just say this yeah, i guess go ahead yep. okay okay she um maya tells a um pepper that her boss is working oh, yes. with yeah. the mandarin it's a bit and important. we we hear yeah it is kind of um we hear that the boss is killian and pepper is like what um yeah and then 
we cut to Killian on the phone with somebody and we see a whole setup, a whole like film set. We see the Mandarin pull up a um, in a vehicle and is like ready to record and stuff. And we're like, what is this whole operation going on? Like what, what in the world? Um, but then, yeah. And then we cut back a, um, a, uh, to uh, Harley and Tony again. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and this is where, a uh, the whole scene with uh, him showing him the uh, memoriam in the building. I get not building. There was a building, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my thing did not have that, but that's that's those are important parts. Yeah. And again, the Mandarin is terrifying. <laughs> At least, yes, the Mandarin yes. I think is there. Terrifying, terrifying. Quotes. I mean. If yes. Yes. First bit, you know. You know. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Terrifying. Uh. So now Tony and Harley are investigating the remains of the suicide in air quotes bombing. Uh. Harley tells Tony about all the rumors surrounding the attack and the soldier in question, and Tony noticed that there are five shadows on the concrete cron- concrete wall. Um. The five victims who were killed, along with Chad Davis, but there's only five, and six people died. So. Something is not adding up. <coughs> Excuse me. Facts. Tony, yeah. Tony then meets with uh, Davis's mother, the guy who committed the suicide um, at the bar where he noticed she's expecting someone else and has a file on hand. He is about to ask her for more questions when one of the of Killian's agents, Ellen Brandt, shows up and cuffs Tony. She's pretend, pretending to be Homeland Security. And explains her actions to the sheriff. But when he starts asking too many questions, she shoots him. Tony manages to escape the bar only to be cornered by Savin. He uh, then blows up Brant. But, well, no. He doesn't get to Savin quite yet. He blows up Brant in the bar. Mm, the microwave and the gasoline and all that. Well, no, wait, no. So he escapes the bar. And then he sees Savin. Or Savin, whatever. Savin, it whoever comes out of a car and he like throws coffee or whatever he's drinking, you know? And then a Tony, Tony like runs off and he's like, goes by a hide behind a car. And he says like something like, Oh yeah. And then like, he like (laughs) to a random dude who's laying on the ground for some reason. I don't know why. I think this is crazy. Watch this. this. (laughs) And then he goes into a store or whatever. Uses a, yeah. That's when he fights. Okay. So he defeats Brant by blowing her up with a microwave, then exp- throws the dog tags in the microwave. Yeah, with the dog tags in the microwave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh then he comes out and Seven has Harley hostage. And yes. uh Tony reminds him what he mentioned about bullies, and he uses that device that like flashes the lights into uh seven's eyes and he gets out and then tony does blasts. Him, right yeah, yeah he, he blasts. blasts yeah he blasts him with the gauntlet thing yeah i was trying to yeah. remember how he blew him up uh and then tony grabs the car keys from seven and escapes he tells harley to wait for him and uh like by the phone and keep watch over the suit and uh yeah that's about it we'll stop yeah. there 
Yeah, uh, yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. Like, this is <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I don't know because it's just a small town, but it's just hilarious how like the sheriff is like questioning the woman, and I, to be honest, like if anyone was in that circumstance, you would be like Homeland Security, small town, like in a small town, you would be like, whatever. Who are you? Tell yeah. us who you are. <laughs> yeah. Not just not just a badge, <laughs> like uh. Whoever would say, uh, Tappy. <laughs> yep. <Hey. clears throat> Patch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and <laughs> the one interaction with the guy on the ground, that was that was hilarious. Like I said earlier. Uh yes. and just the uh the one part where after they fight a uh where Tony fights the the girl, um uh she's like hanging from a telephone pole. <laughs> Wait, which uh, one? Who? A, um, the girl after the dog tags thing, like she Brandt? like the blast. Yeah, yeah, Brant. Really? She like blasted. Like you can see it. Like she's on a telephone pole. Like when he walks out. I don't remember seeing that, but that is that's yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but Dang. we all yeah a, um but yeah we yeah I I like I don't know I kind of like the chemistry between. Harley and uh, Tony, besides your point, you made a, your valid point <laughs> with him having the anxiety while he's having yeah. the anxiety attacks and all that. Him just keep going. But in. yeah, uh, but I, I I really like this scene. So, yeah, yeah, I I think the I think it's really cool to see the humanization of Tony where he's like, he I can't just rely on the suit. So he's got to be, you know like Harley says later, the mechanic and like build stuff and figure, use his brain to get out of, you know, not that he doesn't use his brain in the suit, but like he has to use, you know, the gasoline and the, the fire and the microwave and everything. I just think that's pretty cool. And, uh, there's that one quote that, uh, Brant gives, she's like, is that all you've got a cheap trick and a, cheesy one-liner and then tony <laughs> goes sweetheart that could be the name of my autobiography <laughs> yeah. right before he blows her up. i just think that's pretty funny yeah uh, and yet like i never noticed that when tony goes into the bar that mrs davis is actually waiting for brand yeah not yeah him like i always thought like it was like a little bit later he like called her up and was like hey can we meet and like but until now never noticed that uh <laughs> He, she and was she she helped Grant. out too she like flicked the file yeah. under a table yeah yeah you go mrs davis underrated character <laughs> Let, let's just let's, i have i have someone oh you have one okay i, I never had one. anyone okay oh, okay 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 i never okay. had one <laughs> uh, it's coming up here in a bit so I'll, okay I'll just, okay you know little little okay. nod. so if you've watched the movie nice. then you'll know you know like stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned stay tuned um, but yeah, then uh, Tony drives off um, and uh, the Mandarin hijacks the airwaves once more and brutally murders the CEO of Rocks on Oil, another comic book nod, just put yes. that up, uh, a major oil company on live television if the president doesn't call him. And uh, the president does make the phone call, um, even though, you know, the U.S. doesn't negotiate with terrorists uh he does and the mandarin still shoots him 
uh, and warns that the t- president is his next target. Um, Tony then calls Rhodey, who has managed to locate what they think is the Mandarin. Uh, Rhodey takes his suit to the East <laughs> and there is shocked to find nothing but an abandoned warehouse that doesn't have a single trace of the Mandarin. Um, he also finds the file he got in Rose. Oh, and Tony finds out that the file he got in Rose Hill is a document from Advanced Idea Mechanics, Gillian's company. So it's all coming back together. It's all coming together. Tony then yes. drives to a nearby beauty pageant and sneaks into one of the camera vans so he can reach the data on the documents he's found. Um, fortunately for Tony, the van is being operated by one of Tony's biggest fans who he runs into. And he does have Tony's face tattooed on his arm, even though it was taken not from a picture, but from a doll that the guy made himself. So it's a little yeah. bit recognizable. <laughs> um, uh, Tony thinks it's a what a uh, Scott Bayo. Was it like? Um, a, a, I don't know. There was he some, said something. He said like, it, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he then he logs on to uh, Rody's, you know, using Rody's password stuff. War machine rocks or yeah, War, War machine, machine rocks, all capital with, with it. W- yeah, with an X. Yes, but it's all capital. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, he figures out that uh, the extremists like allows people to blow up, but it grows yes. their body parts. Um, and they he, and he used veterans to test it out. So everyone's, you know, part of the army. Um, the test footage also shows that number of early subjects were killed because of the flaws. And uh, this is when it cuts back to Maya and Pepper hanging out at a hotel. Kelly yes. walks in and kidnaps Pepper. And we find out that Maya was working with him the entire time and knew what he was doing this whole time. Cue yes. that. Bum, bum. Okay. So <laughs> your thoughts on all of this? Yes. Um, so right at the beginning here, we talked about Tony and Rhodey. They're like we said, like this chemistry between that was just hilarious. Him just took the uh yeah, calling calling Rody, and he's just in the Middle East, like about to do something, like I don't know, blow some people up or save. I saving some people. I think he was. Yeah, he was gonna save some people. Yeah, he was saving people. Yeah, um, so <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then War Machine rocks. That was yeah, that was pretty nice. Pretty nice password. Yeah. Um, and then we also get a Stanley cameo for this movie. I forgot where it was yes. in this movie, yep. and I saw it. So it was a pretty like slight nod. He was like not fully yes. there. He was just like. He was, he was on a TV screen. He was voting for the pageant. So yeah. yes. he gave it a 10. He should have. Is there like a number, any number like specifically is 10, maybe 10 like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's just like, you know, like yeah. just giving yeah. all the ladies a 10 because he, yes, you know, he really, yeah, but I feel like they should have done something with like numbers related. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, is there? A, yeah. Yeah. Something. I bet there's something. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> we see gary um i wonder if i didn't look up who that was either i wonder if that guy's some special dude i don't know the actor i'm not sure who um gary <laughs> Probably is, that the, is that the camera guy yes i didn't get a name but he's the guy i was actually thinking about for underrated character oh okay uh but yeah. he's by adam Polly, who was in the Sonic the Hedgehog movies as uh, Wade, the the deputy sheriff, and then the regular. Yeah, that is true. 
anyway, yeah. Yeah. nice little nod to, uh, you know, I, yeah. I saw him and I was like, when I was rewatching, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Wade from Son. Because I my thought I, th- yeah, yeah, brother <laughs> loves those movies, so I was like, oh my gosh. I thought I rec- I thought I recognized him from somewhere, so I was like, I don't know yeah. who this guy is, but I know he's from something. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we yep. see the whole Maya debacle. I I won't say the behind the scenes fact until we get to you know you know yeah, uh, to when the she, twist uh, to the twist the to the bump. other to the next twist another <laughs> twist bum bum bum. Yes, yes. Sorry, I like um <laughs> I'm gonna <keep> that <laughs> because this movie's full of them. But yeah, yeah, I think it's uh yeah. Uh I love when he like drives off and uh the little the little kid is like, You're just gonna leave me here like my dad and does the little <laughs> like the little lip quiver thing. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um but yeah, rocks on, love the nod. Uh the war machine rocks, love it. Um One thing I'm gonna say here, the uh in the in the videos when you see the Brant's arm is like a nub, you know, like it wasn't fully formed. The CGI was not the greatest there. That was one of the parts that I noticed. I was like, oh, that's a bit rough. That's a bit rough. <laughs> at least, at yeah. least in my opinion. I don't know if you have. Yeah, is that it was a TV was screen, so I don't even know. I don't know what they did for that. So Could I'm not even to, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know how they do that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, me neither. But uh, that was one that I noticed there, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and when that and how Tony finds out that like AIM did all this, like where it was like MIA flip around, it's AIM. You know, I don't kind of easy again, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow that one just because, again, the movie's very tight and. So yeah, we're moving. Can't, up. Make, can't make it three hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's got to be saved for Avengers Endgame, right? <laughs> Avengers Infinity War as well. <laughs> was Infinity War three hours? Wait, actually, no, it wasn't. I don't think. I feel I like Infinity Wars was like. Yeah, it well, wasn't. It was almost. I think maybe. Really I don't know. Yeah, two hours and thirty minutes. Still a very long yeah. movie, but yes, Endgame was like. Three hours and like two minutes or three hours. Three hours. Okay. According to IMDb, it's three hours and one minute long. <laughs> come on. Okay. I was there. You were like, Man, come right on. There. Right there. I was like, because I remember when the re-release came out, I saw it again and it was like three hours and 25 minutes. And I was like, they added like 20 minutes extra or something, 15 to 10, 10 to 15 minutes extra. And I was like, couldn't be that far off. So they so. just, they just made the Anyways. credits longer. That's yeah. all they did. <laughs> <laughs> actually no i don't know i feel like they probably i didn't watch the re-release no i i saw the re-release they added like a few i um there was like actually like there was some footage where like um it was like not full vfx you know like stuff oh, like that neat. Like, yeah i think i'm pre- I'm pretty sure um if i remember correctly but like um, deleted yeah, scenes cool. yeah yeah deleted scenes okay you know? nice nice yeah all right so uh back to iron man 3 we'll get to yes. in like Seven five years. years. Five yeah. years. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, roads not not like literal time. We'll hopefully get there before, like this time next year. Maybe I don't know. Depends on how fast we. Yeah. Get. Anyway. Hey, we we got a few good ones coming at Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter we do. Soldier. Oh, uh, I just rewatched yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. Ooh. Yes. yes. 
so good to get you know to get prepared for have you seen it dude i've watched it twice okay in theaters nice Uh, Nice. not to see anything i've only seen it once Uh, i'll see it again i cried the second time i watched it I bet I'm gonna cry probably too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You guys haven't anyway. gone and seen Guardians Three. I'm pretty sure it's still in theaters. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Watch to the theater and watch it because oh, dude. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, it once we get there. Yeah. Anyway, Rhodey is still tracking the Mandarin's IP address, and it leads him to a sweatshop in the Middle East. Uh, he frees most of the women, but one of them comes up to shake his hand, and it's a extremist, and uh, disarms him, knocks him to the ground, and steals, and they take Rhodey back to uh, Killian. Uh, Tony uses the IP address that the Mandarin has been using to hijack American airwaves, traces him to Miami, excuse me, and Tony infiltrates the headquarters using a variety of homemade weapons um, from stuff bought at uh, Home Depot and uh, using Harley's trademark potato gun and the Door Explorer watch, which was used by, which belonged to Harley's sister. Inside, he discovers the Mandarin is actually a British stage actor named Trevor Slattery, who is obviously, who is oblivious to the acts the Mandarin has carried out. Uh, Slattery manages to tell both Tony and Rhodey that he is, well, he just tells Tony to begin with that he's the Mandarin and manages to, uh, you know, like, hey, it's complicated. Yeah. And then... uh, (laughs) And then what's his nose? What's his name? Uh, bad guy. Uh, Savin or Savin. whatever. Yes, yeah, Savin. Uh, Eric. Eric. His that's his last name. It's Eric. Eric. Okay, we'll call him Eric Slavin. Uh, Knox or can not n- captures Tony, and uh, asks Slattery what he told them, and he goes, "Nothing." Uh, and then, well, I panicked, but then I handled it. <laughs> one of my favorite lines dude um but yeah uh maya uh and killian are talking with tony uh she thinks tony can help perfect the dna for the extremist um but he says no aldrich arrives and reveals that he has kidnapped pepper and put extremists into her body and uh is using her to leverage tony to help um and then Maya tells him to let her. It's very confusing. He then tell yeah. Maya like demands Tony to or Aldrich to let Tony go, and then Aldrich shoots Maya, and yeah. And then he leaves. And then they also yeah. have they they also have a um, the Rody. other Patriots. Yeah, yeah Rody now they also have so. Oh yeah, because they 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 get um, yeah Rody because out of the yeah. armor and. Do they kidnap? They they lock him up, right? Yes. Somehow yes. gets out. Um, and now I can say my behind the scenes. Yes, back. please um, do. Um, so initially there would have been a twist on a twist. Not only would the oh. Mandarin be a false front, but Rebecca's Hall's a uh, Maya Hansen would be revealed be revealed as the true mastermind instead of uh, Guy Pierce's Audra Killian. What? Reportedly, Marvel executives were worried that a female villain would hurt merchandising sales. Thus, Killian became the ultimate uh, big bad of the movie. So, yeah. Wow, that's sexist. <laughs> to say the least. But also, I feel like that would be too much. Like, oh, wait, 
it's him. No way. It's him. No way. It's her. You know, like I feel like yeah. one plot twist is enough. <laughs> what do you feel about that? How do you feel? I don't know if they made Maya the bad guy. I would have been like, uh, bruh. Uh, not not to be like that, but you know, like it. She was kind of not really. I I don't know if it's the yeah if it was the actor, but it was just or the dialogue. It was just not that interesting. I guess I, I feel like she was one of the least well written characters in this movie. Yeah, yeah, that too. So and honestly, so was Aldrich in a way. Like some of his lines were just like, oh, that's like cookie cutter Obvious. bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my, um, but that's but yeah. I feel like that would be one too many plot twists for this movie. <laughs> yeah, and besides that, anyway, with the plot twist with a um, Slattery, yes, um, a uh, a lot of people did not like that because of the Mandarin and all that within the comics yeah. and all. And when I first watched, when I when I, of course, I knew the plot twist before I watched the movie. But if I was coming into the movie, not knowing that I would have been so mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but, but the actor's good anyway. So Trevor Slattery is okay as himself. No. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like Trevor Slattery as a character. <laughs> he needs to show up again, like in more movies. <laughs> I agree. I think they will. I think they will to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, di- I can't remember, and I don't want to sound stupid, but did he, I know Trevor Slattery showed up in uh, Shang-Chi, but did the yeah, actor Mandarin show up in Shang-Chi? Um, well, it was, they made it out to be the- his dad okay. was the Mandarin. So, you know, so technically- because he was in charge, he was in charge of the Ten Rings. Yeah, so like, but his mom I don't know. I think it might become- be, I think, I think it was made. Yeah, it was AM who was in charge of the Ten Rings. The actor that movie ended. Well, I don't yeah, want to. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know. Yeah. Whoever AM, it I was they're just gonna pick up. The I think title it was this, yeah, it's just the title. I feel like it, yeah, yeah, it's just the title, you know. Yeah, kind of like uh so yeah, the demon set from the DC comics, the uh Rashagul kind of it's kind of like yeah, kind of how I feel like that's it's like the Marvel's answer to that, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. that's like this whole section here, like yeah, flattery, um, made weapons, everything. Yeah, that that was hilarious. And going to a hard, hardware store and getting a bunch of different things. I love that. He yeah. is the mechanic. He is the mechanic. He literally made like a few different. Like he made like a a uh, a gun, or I don't even know. Like he used a, like uh, a L gun. Yeah. Yeah, it was that's that was pretty cool. And he just snuck up on the Florida State without like there was nobody like hardly anybody at the front. Like, you know, it was just very easy to the gate was like you could jump over the gate. Come on, man. <laughs> um, there was a lot of bodyguards, though. There were like a ton. He like took out like four or five. And yeah. Um, but we also see uh, just the whole interaction uh, <laughs> with Slattery coming out of the bathroom. That was pretty uh, hilarious. Um, yes. In a dump. Uh, um, but yeah, I love that whole reaction and Tony's just perplexed and he's like, bruh, come on. Why, why are you doing this to me? Uh, and yeah, the whole, they capture him, uh, capture Tony, Killian. We were, uh, oh, Killian also revealed that a, a pepper is now 
on extremists yep. or whatever exposed extremists so that's uh that's scary uh, yeah kind of uh not good <laughs> yeah but then r.i.p to maya i um sorry you had to go <laughs> too soon too soon if you ask me yeah not really yeah. but uh yeah <laughs> i love i love that line i already said it but the well i panicked because like uh slavin <laughs> and used the panic button he was like well i panicked but then i handled it so it's okay <laughs> yes yeah uh he just has a drink in his hand <laughs> yep yep you know just living his best life you know he's not yes. not worried about anything he's just you know pretending to be a major terrorist and killing people and just <laughs> knocking down beers and watching Premier League, you know, like, yeah, that's the life, man. Not really. I'm just kidding. I mean, I do like football, so or. Oh yeah, he's like, ole, ole. yeah, ole. Oh, wait, no, that's like, ole. is that later? It is later. Yeah, with Tony yeah, and yeah, Brody. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so moving on, Tony is strapped to a bed frame uh, by you know the well, he's already there, but then we cut back yes. to him, strapped to a bed frame. With zip ties, um, talking to two of Killian's men. Yeah, funny scene. By summoning the Mark 42 armor again from Tennessee because the alarm goes off on the kitty cat, the Hello Kitty uh, watch, which I wonder how much Hello Kitty paid for their watch to be in this. Uh, yeah, or how much they paid know. to have Hello Kitty's watch in this movie. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, uh, and then he... They break the watch, and then he says, "Well, and that's why I'm going to kill you first. And then a nice little, "What are you going to do to me?" Yeah, this. <laughs> a nice little gag with the the armor not showing the up. Arm. Yeah, one, five, four, three, two, one, five, four, five, four, three, two, and then <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah, and then Rhodey breaks out somehow. They they yeah meet back up, and uh. And oh, the the uh, Iron Patriot armor already flew off to the the yes. what, Air Force One. They call the vice president or not, but yet because then they go talk to Slattery. He says it has something to do with the vice president. Then Rhodey calls the vice president, warns yes. him, him and the president might be in trouble. He says, "I'll contact the the president right away," and uh, he doesn't because his daughter is doesn't have a leg and hey, so yo. it's kind of hinted at never fully said but hinted at that the vice president would become like a puppet leader for killian if his daughter gets the cure for her leg and that would have been more interesting man like explain that explain yeah. that all through like to the movie you know that, yeah that like, cool. like can we get a little bit more of the vice president because they have a great and if they it, yeah, and if the vice president was in more and like just like I don't know, doing more like yeah stuff, doing more stuff, yes. I guess maybe lead like Tony off the trail or Rhodey or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah, like you know, could have had an entire another entire storyline with Rhodey and the vice president working together. Because <laughs> hint at it, you know, like Rhodey's over there. Like just have like a few more scenes of Rhodey and the vice president working together, and then like you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that would be anyway. Well, the president with the president or the vice because the vice, the vice president. president, yeah. Okay, no, okay. Vice president working together. Did I say president? I meant vice president. Okay, I- no, no. I was like, try- I was, I thought I was, I was confused a little because because the vice president was like with Aldrich, or you know, 
I don't know. Like, yeah, that's why I'm saying if yeah. Rose, the vice oh. president were working together, the vice president could be leading him off the trail. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll stop here. Uh, we got Trevor talking with Rody and Tony, the vice president, and the plane. Oh, well, yeah. let's talk about the plane real quick because yes, the man goes up to the plane. Well, they're on the they're on the sailboat. They're trying to figure out we can't go after yes. the president and Pepper at the same time. Good old uh, so, two things in one situation, <laughs> or whatever you call it. I don't know. Yeah. So Iron Man flies off to the airplane he fights with seven who's in the war machine or the iron patriot armor um he blows a hole in the side of the plane and the people fly out of it um and then iron man people yes iron man uses his reactor blows a hole through uh seven's chest and uh, (laughs) says walk away from that you freak and uh, then they he jumps out of the plane and does a nice little. Have you did you ever play the skydiving game on the Wii Sports Resort? I don't know. I didn't have a Wii when I was younger, so oh. like I only played it at people's houses, and you know, yeah, okay. just like that's the one player. You know, like so, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, on the Wii, there's this game where you like jump out and you're like connecting arms with people. Okay. And this is it. Just very much gives me Iron Man three vibes. It's like sports <laughs> resort. But uh, yeah, and then all he gets all 13 to connect and then they drops him in the water and then he pulls up, crosses a highway and gets hit by a semi. And it turns out he died. He wasn't even in the armor. (laughs) He was never in it to begin with. Movie ends. Movie ends. It's like one of those. Iron Man Man will not return. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's like one of those memes where like it like cut like. You know, like, like Star Wars memes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where it cut shorts. <laughs> like, cut. <laughs> and, yes. But yeah. And then uh, they're both still on the boat and they fly off to stop Aldrich yes. from killing the president. And that is where we shall stop. Yes. So, yeah, I really like a. Um, so, like, we, we, we see Tony getting the Mark 42 back um, slowly. Slowly. <laughs> because he only had, he had like the hand and then he had a gun also. That was pretty. That, and then like one a booster also on his leg. That was pretty cool. In yes, the room. I, I thought that and, was, I, I love when he's fighting with just the, yeah. And the boot. And yeah, we didn't talk about that yet, but and the Uzi in the one hand and the, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I think that's so funny. And then the one henchman. Honestly, I hate working here. They are so weird. <laughs> and he just waves at him and goes, "Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah, we'll bye, we'll yeah, bye. go. You're cool. You're good. Uh, makes so much sense. Uh, um, yeah, I I love that whole interaction with the henchman. They had a um, even before that scene, um, but a uh, we see the whole scene with them on the plane and i don't know i thought it was actually pretty deep the um the scene with uh, him like saving the people was actually pretty decent um like wise. yeah yeah i agree yeah um but we finally get that a uh eric dying a um because he's been a uh kind of been been annoying uh (laughs) But yeah, I feel like that's all I have to say about the whole. I have a little, I have a little catch real quick. Okay. So the vice president's daughter, do you know who plays her? 
Um, I don't think I I when I was looking over, like you know, I was taking notes. So like I only saw like when it like went down to her leg, you know, like the mm -hmm. camera like moved and then like went down yeah. and you saw her leg. So I didn't see her face. So <laughs> it's the one and only Jenna Ortega. Oh yeah, yeah. There is yeah. Okay, I saw that in the behind. The, I think Isn't I had that, that in my behind. I think I had that in my behind the scenes facts actually. <laughs> Dude, we were. I was watching with my fiance and she was like. I was like, hey, that's Jenna Ortega. And she's like, no, it's not. I was like, dude, yes, it is. And then I looked yeah. over. Yeah, trust yeah. me. You got a yeah. very recognizable face. Yeah. Isn't that, I thought that was so funny. So she can't be in the MCU now. She's already got her character in the MCU. So, you know, she can I, come back. I, as I think a bad she's a guy. fine actor, but like, she's in too many things already. So, like, let's just, you know. But she is famous right now. So, like, no, she is. The, the one, the one show, whatever. Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. But that's one thing. Like, the MCU used to be like not famous people, but people who fit the role perfectly, you know, like, yeah, but she could come back as a bad guy. You never know. She was a daughter of the vice president who was like going to like, you know, yeah. inf infiltrate, you know, she has revenge. Know. She's, she's him. Letter bad family, like a bad family. You never, you know, I don't know. It's true. She could become like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Thanos, Thanos 2.0. <laughs> I am a child of Thanos. <laughs> I want my second leg. Dang it. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we get to uh, the. <laughs> oh, dear. What's that? Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh we get to the oil rig or the shipyard and yes. uh, Tony has Jarvis enact the house party protocol. Once they get made him and Rhodey are sneaking in and then they get made and uh, Tony's out of ammo. He wants Rhodey to give him a clip and he says, he's, you've got five of them. And he's like, they're not interchangeable. You have to have the right gun for the, anyway, it's pretty funny. Uh, they have a little banter. Um, and then Tony uh, see, sees the, the president hanging up in the the uh, Iron Patriot armor, and Rhodey goes after him. Tony goes after Pepper, who did survive her procedure with Extremis, and um, they're he's they enact the house party protocol as well, and the uh, the all the armors are rushing the armor, the suits of armor are rushing in, and uh, they're fighting. Tony is trying to save Pepper, but before he can save her. The crane rig collapses all around them. She falls to her death. Andrew Garfield. Uh... <laughs> In memorial. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony is forced into confronting Aldrich without his suit, uh, but he uses multiple suits as he's like jumping back and forth. And, yeah. Uh, finally traps Aldrich in the Mark 42 suit, the prodigal son returning. Um, and then he has... Jarvis blow up the Mark 42. However, of course, Aldrich survives, staggers towards Tony, um, and Killian tells Tony that he was the Mandarin all along and that all the attacks were taken out by extremist experiments. But as he's ready, about to pounce on Tony, Pepper shows up and finishes off Aldrich Killian. And, uh, Rhodey does save the president, but that's, you know, like two scenes, like, or not even scenes, like two 30 second clips of 
them. Yeah. So he he is saved. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's the climax. I think personally, it's a really great climax for this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I really like the the part at the beginning where like Rhodey and Tony were sneaking up and they were taking out all the guys, like you know, yes. and like with the with their guns and all that. I I really like that part. Um, and just all the suits coming in, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> because you can't like you can't of course like throughout this movie there wasn't that many suits involved and you know and you kind of have to make it big for the climax and you kind of had that in like the second movie and the first movie where they had big climaxes and all that and you didn't know what they were going to do but you're like there's i've never i we haven't seen like a lot of like him in the suit like he still wasn't in the suit that much but still (laughs) we we do get him in the suit though so we get like you know yes yes uh, not too much of it because that's what what's his nose wanted the director i can't remember his name yeah shane black shane black yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, go ahead. You go. No, I didn't really have it. I, I, I was just gonna say, uh, I love when uh, uh, he's uh, Aldrich says he doesn't uh, that Tony didn't deserve Pepper, and he just goes, "You're right, I don't deserve her." But here's where you're wrong. She was already perfect when he when he was like, "She, I was this close to making her perfect, and you like you you killed her or whatever." Yeah. Well, she was already perfect, so which I think is I think is a really sweet moment. And then she comes out and like destroys him. Yeah, she murders him, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> also, he's terrifying, dude. Like when he's he is walking out of that fire all burnt to a crisp, which I think the CG was not not great, but it wasn't it, it aged well. You know, like some of the stuff yeah. is. Like, Ooh, that did not age the best. But like I think, when they were fighting, when he was jumping and all that, like that yeah. was gonna. Ugh. It was it was rough. But like, it's been ten years, so yeah, like, it's this been is the anniversary yes. of this movie. Ten years, ten years. So so like <laughs> decade. It's it's gonna be a bit rough, but yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, man, a a great ending, a great climax. I really love it. Uh. But after the battle, Tony orders Jarvis to implement the clean slate protocol, which destroys the remaining Iron Man suit. Uh, it's a sign of his, you know, like it's a Christmas pep present to Pepper since the giant rabbit was kind of crap. Uh, the vice president and Slattery are arrested and Slattery is enjoying all the cameras and which I think is hilarious. He's like, oh, hey, hi. Um, and a voiceover. Tony mentions Pepper is cured and Tony himself undergoes surgery to remove a shrapnel by the great Dr. Wu that we met at the very beginning. Apparently, <laughs> uh, he throws his uh, chest arc reactor into the sea and muses he will always be Iron Man even without his armor. Uh, he gathers scrap parts from his warehouse and drives off in his Audi e-tron, which my fiance is like, he, he couldn't pull a trailer in that car. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can He's like, <laughs> You can do anything. One thing, one thing about these movies, they have like a different like we haven't really talked about it, but they have like a different like car brand usually for like each movie. You yeah. know, they go back and forth. You know, so yeah, that's pretty interesting. Well, I feel like <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like Tony's always driving an Audi. Yeah, he, I guess so. In Endgame, he well, drives. there's in another movie. I think I saw. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I do like the, the nice product Next, for the cars. Next movie we do. 
a um, like Ca- Captain America two. I think probably we could say it in here. We could like talk about that. I guess car <laughs> car. We should car. we should we should start a car tracker to see which car sponsor. <laughs> yeah, <this movie>. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Harley gets a new lab and yes. uh, with uh, Iron Man, um, Iron Man up potato gun Mark two. Thank you. Note from the mechanic and a new Dora the Explorer watch. So he yes. bought sister a new one. And uh, that's the end. We go uh, to the credits with that banging music again. But the post credit scene, it's revealed that Tony Stark was talking to Dr. Bruce Banner, played by Mark Ruffalo. This entire time, <laughs> the voiceover was actually him talking to Mark uh, Bruce Banner, which I thought was hilarious. But, Who was uh, asleep. <laughs> yeah, and Bruce Bruce tells Tony that he's not that kind of doctor because he, he you know. Uh, but yeah, and then we get a nice Tony Stark will return. And uh, that is Iron Man 3, guys. We made it. Yes. The, isn't this it. the start of a new... Isn't this the start of Phase 2? This is the start of Phase 2. Dang, we didn't even talk about that. But this yeah. is the first movie in Phase 2, guys. Wow. Isn't that That's crazy? crazy. We made it through phase one. Well, we talked about making it through phase one at the uh, end yeah. of Avengers. So. Yeah. And we got some bangers next up. Well, <laughs> we got Thor 2 next. but <laughs> well, well, Once we make it through for- Thor 2, we will. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we will have a. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So we'll let's have a guess. For- uh, yeah. Scene. Let's, let's talk about it. So. My favorite scene is actually when they're just in the first scene, a um, the whole a, a sequence where Tony is in uh Tennessee. Um, I forgot the town, but he's in Tennessee with Harley. He meets Harley, and they're just hanging out there. And then a um, they just they have the whole a um, debacle with the few extremist uh, agents, and I I just really like that how like. Tony, even though like Harley's kind of annoying, Tony kind of helps Harley grow a little bit through his um through his uh, childlike, you know, with the bully stuff, you know. That's I basically that's like the only thing I feel like. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I just like their chemistry, I guess, um, together. Wish we got more of him down the line, but we didn't really. Yeah. Um, he may come back. But he may. He may someday. He will probably in Ironheart, I mean, to be honest. Maybe. He did come back. He did like in Endgame. Yes. Five seconds in Endgame, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And nobody knew who he was when it came out in theater. They were like, who is this person? You know what? Only true fans. Only true fans knew. Yes. I, I, but I love that they still did it. You know, like they yes. still had him there, which I think is great. Yes. It was pretty nice to have him there um in yep. that scene we won't spoil that scene because that is a very important scene um yeah so yeah i just like that whole uh, scene of tony in tennessee yeah okay valid uh my favorite part we kind of uh glossed over but i love when he's fighting in the uh, in miami with the made up you know things all the way through to when he's fighting with a gauntlet and a and a boot and a, a machine gun. I think that's just pretty funny. And uh, that is my favorite uh, scene. Okay. Least favorite scene? 
Um, I didn't really have one. Like we we all talk, we yeah. talk the entire time. Like it's all very tightly, you know, interwoven. But uh, if I have to, I'm gonna say when Harley and Tony are investigating in Tennessee. I know you just said like those, <laughs> those scenes are kind of your favorite, but like it's like that's just the one part I was I I told you like when Harley keeps going, it's just very irritating. It's like just yeah. like just stop like. So, I, like, I don't really have one, but if I have to pick a one of them, it's that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, Miley, yeah, I was going to, I used, like I've said in the past, like, I, when I, the first, like, I don't know, five or six episodes, I usually did all this backhand stuff at near the end of the podcast, like, first, when, after I watched the movie, but now I'm just doing it on the go. Uh, That's how I usually <laughs> um, do it. <laughs> um, but now, as we've talked about it, I feel like, I don't know. There's some of the stuff they could have condensed with like a um all of the um when they reveal stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, you could have like not I don't have anything specific, I guess. Maybe like when like the for instance, like when like Pepper and like a uh Meyer in the car, they that could have been just in the hotel too, I guess. But we didn't know that. Killian was her boss yet but that would have been a good reveal when they were in the hotel so I don't know um and then I I feel like that's just an example but I I don't really have a favorite at least favorite scene either it was all condensed like you said so yeah yeah uh so yeah uh favorite quote um hmm do you have one you go First, I do. Me... Uh, it's when uh, Thor, uh, T- Thor, what? Uh, Tony and Gary are talking, <laughs> and he shows him his tattoo, and he said, "I had him do it off a doll that I made, so it's not like off a picture. So it's a little bit." And then he's cut off. But I just think that's I don't know. It's so off the wall. It's like this man's so obsessed with Tony. Like, oh man, I like. I know it's kind of easy having the cameraman be a Tony fan, but like just the idea that he made a made a doll out of iron man is just (laughs) it weird yeah i think it's pretty funny so um yeah so i just found this one in my notes so (laughs) i'm taking the one where happy said or no it's tony tony says this to happy at the beginning of the movie when he calls happy he's like is this the forehead of security and it's that was hilarious i I love that yeah so yeah. Um so um least favorite character, I guess. Yeah. Do we do that? Um yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Uh least oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I do have it written down. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, I'm Slavin. He's just so annoying. I guess so, yeah. That makes that's sense. What, yeah. I mean, I don't really yeah. have one, but uh yeah. I do have I, one. Uh, I have my well, at first I had Matt Mandarin down, but I'm like, dude, Trevor Slattery, you can't you can't knock Trevor Slattery though. You can't knock him down. Oh. He's 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 great. Um, but I I then I put Maya down. So I'll just go with Maya because her character development was iffy. So yeah. <laughs> so favorite character. Yeah. Um, go ahead if you have one. You go first again. Let me uh, think for a second. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Trevor Slattery like Iron okay Man's the answer but I just think 
every time Trevor's on the 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 screen, I laugh a little bit. And I can't <laughs> say that for many other guys. You know, like it's yeah. hard. Like Tony's great, and so is Pepper and Rody. But like you're not constantly laughing, and like every time Trevor's on, it's just so funny. And plus the accent, and just like, like I mean, he's constantly drinking and just having a good time. You know, like he's high probably as heck. But I just think it's pretty funny. You know, like we didn't yeah. even quote where he's like, "Yeah, I had a, a substance abuse problem, and they kind of helped me." And he's like, "They got you off it," and he's like, "No, they got me more." It's like <laughs> it's so off the ball and funny. So. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Trevor Slattery. Okay, then I'll just take the main character, then Tony Stark, uh, hey, Robert uh, Downey Jr. So yeah, um, as we see in the movie, I think he just goes through a lot in this movie, dealing with um real world stuff, and not really. He tries to fixate on his uh, machines, and but um as throughout the movie, he sees that a um. And dealing with, like you mentioned earlier, like dealing with his problems, like actually, and not just ignoring them. Yeah, for and sure. It's the job done, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know, sure. a, um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was a cool, like I said at the very beginning, character based story for a, um, Tony Stark uh, here in this movie. Yeah. As we saw. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, let's get some closing thoughts and then our star ranking. Yeah, so I think I think this movie was overall, I don't know, as the young kids would call these days, I think it was kind of mid. Um, <laughs> at, at some parts, at some parts, I think it was wildly uh, entertaining, as you can ASC with Trevor Slattery and um, the moments he had. And just the interactions between Tony and James or Tony and Pepper, all that stuff is great. But there's other moments that are just slacking. Um, and it's overall kind of, I don't know, like I I wouldn't put this on this movie on a lot. It's not a not very it's a rewatchable film, yes, but it's not one you would put on all the time, I guess. Um, especially for a Marvel movie. Um, but at the heart of it, I already talked about is Tony and his struggle um, as he's getting over all the stuff with a, um, the uh, New York battle. And I just find that to be a um, very uh, human based and um, very down to earth, as you'd call it for Marvel. So my star ranking, though, is a three out of five. And I have it ranked 22 out of the 32 movie releases currently as of June 15th, 2023. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. As we record this podcast. Awesome. Do you have uh, TV shows in that ranking as well? Like the the Disney? No, I have, I have, I have TV shows separate. Okay. Because my ranking has everything. Like it's all MC special previews and everything. So you can find that over on uh, letterbox H letterbox. Yeah. Um, But for me, I, I agree with everything you said. Like it's a good down to earth superhero movie. I think that comes from you, you know, what you said, like Shane Black not wanting it to be just two giant CGI robots fighting it out. You know, like they wanted to have human elements, which I think is Marvel at its best, really, is when the this crazy sci-fi over the top world 
gets into human elements. And I think that's why a lot of their stuff recently hasn't been so good because it hasn't had a human element to it. Um, but uh, for me, um, I think the story is great. I love the characters. Um, I, I, there are a couple things I could do without. Um, Harley could be toned back a little bit. Uh, Maya could have had more development, the vice president. Um, and all in all, I feel I didn't say this, but there's something inside me that's just like, this story, while it's there's a lot going on, is just not fully developed. Like we, we said, we said we had some nitpick, not nitpicks even. I had some issues with it. You mentioned, you know, the vice president not having much of a storyline at all, but yet he played kind of a role. Um, the Maya, the Maya thing, you know. So for me, my star ranking is a two and a half out of four, five stars. And um, I wish I could give it more because I do like a lot about this movie, but there's just something about it that in the upper tiers of Marvel, it just didn't hit to home for me. So two and a half for me and three stars for Wesley. And uh, that this has been episode 14 of the Move, Movie Minimum podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Seriously, like shout out to you. Yes. Next episode, we will be doing Thor The Dark World. Um, yes, we, we have already. Be bashed it plenty on this podcast so we thought it would be nice to have a guest who kind of likes the thor movies who likes the thor movies she was on our thor episode because we both kind of didn't really like thor although we did come around on it well we did i i like no i like that movie and now this movie i think we would both yeah i mean i (laughs) I I came around on thor like no and we actually i mentioned like i kind of have some nostalgia like watching it when i was younger with like my mom and stuff so i don't know we'll see we'll see (laughs) yeah we will see um but anna augustine of uh uh the old enough for fairy tales podcast is coming on to join us she's also my sister you know shout out um but uh she will be joining us for that episode and so um yeah, Wesley, is there anything you want to say to the fans before we leave? Well, we also... Yes, shoot, dang, I almost messed up, guys. Oh, my goodness. Forget. Yeah. We have a new uh, segment we like to call the movie yes. and mailbox. We got an email, guys. We guys, we guys, we did it. We got an email. We're yes. so excited. We, like, literally, like, dude, shout out to these guys, uh, this person, they... They wrote in. They didn't give a name. They're uh, anonymous. Uh, So the email reads, Hello. Recently, I listened to the episode Editor's Choice, The Incredibles. First, I want to thank you guys for going so detailed. I really felt like I was watching the scenes the way you guys were describing them so well. Secondly, Wesley, hope you're doing well after COVID. Third, I have a few questions for you guys. Number one, what is Wesley's number one Pixar movie? He went through his list, but never named the first one. Also, I'm a little sad he put up that 11. Me too, anonymous user, genuinely. Uh, we almost ended the podcast right there because of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, you mentioned a friend in this episode. You said the friend has Finding Dory and Top Gun Maverick in the top three. <laughs> I thought this was just a wild mix to have in their top three, so I was very curious as to what other movie is in that top three. It can't get any crazier. Uh, number three, would you guys ever do an Incredibles 2 episode? Thanks so much. Your number one anonymous fan. Well, okay. Uh, first off, I will talk. I want to say thank you for writing in. You yes. are amazing. We really appreciate that. You know who you are. You do. We don't know who you are, but you know who you are, and we really appreciate it. Uh, so, Wesley, what's your number one Pixar movie? 
Oh yeah. So my number one, as I mentioned, like I have like the Toy Story movies, like I have like the first three Toy Story movies, like in my top 10. And right now, as it currently stands, it goes back and forth, but I just have Toy Story in a, uh, my number one position, but I have Toy Story three usually in there bounced in there as well, because I, I have a lot of nostalgia going to the theater, watching that because man, Oh my gosh, dude, just that end, that climax, man. Woo. So good. Toy Story 3 is a main movie, man. Um, number two, uh, The Friend. Uh, yeah, Finding Dory. <laughs> Low-key forgot that I mentioned that in that episode, but I remember um, I did not reach out to him. I did not have time, um, but I will do some research. I will message him, and I will find out what his top three rated movies are. Um, and would we ever do an Incredibles 2 episode? I think that's kind of a given. Probably I'm, if we go through the Pixar movies, yeah, yeah, uh, because Some... it is a movie we've watched it, <laughs> yeah, it covers the criteria, right? It's a movie, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but no, genuinely, uh, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna hit it eventually, yeah, in the near future, That's, maybe. I mean, just since, like the since they brought it up, we might have to like put yeah, it on maybe the radar yeah, for a future episode. So because uh, we still haven't done any Toy Story. Well, we've had Toy Story on the polls, like two it, polls or whatever. It was on the poll. It was on the poll again. And I kind of almost like won once. It almost it won did. once. But I feel like now that the fans didn't choose it, we kind of has to go on the back burner, you know? Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. That's, kinda, that's on you guys. I know. Yeah, like, I don't know. And I feel like Toy Story should probably be the next Pixar movie we do just because. Yeah, order, it's, I don't know. Unless we want to get crazy. <laughs> I like cars, so <laughs> I'm coming around on cars. Not the second or the third one, but I'm coming around on the first one. Just nice. because of Owen Wilson. So yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Ciao. Um, but yes, thank you guys. Thank you for writing in. Uh if you guys want to do that, you feel free. Uh it's in the 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 bio of the, the show description. Yes. But also I'll say it right now. It's the movie Minutemen podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I also said it at the beginning of this episode. I said it in the middle of the episode somewhere. <laughs> and now I'm saying it <laughs> at the end. So you have no excuse. Um, and you can also DM us on Instagram or Facebook at the Movie Minutemen Podcast. We have a page on Facebook and uh, an account on Instagram. And that's where you can contact us. So make sure you guys do so. And also the Instagram and Facebook are where you can vote on polls and possibly get Toy Story voted or Incredibles too, if you guys want to do that. So. Be sure to check those out and emails. Yeah. So Wesley, yes. anything else you want to say now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thanks for watching again. Uh, we're well, back. They're watching, they're listening. But oh wait, that is true. <laughs> uh, unless, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not doing YouTube right now. So yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have to be consistent on YouTube. We apologize. It does. That doesn't matter. Listening's better. I listen to these okay. when I'm working out anyway. So. Yeah, Agreed. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but thanks for listening again. <laughs> uh, it's no, been great. Seriously, guys, we appreciate the support on this journey. It's been it's been so fun, and I'm glad we're back. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we'll be a little more consistent. Life yeah, is, I don't know. Like, I'm getting this, married the next month. Yeah, he's so. getting married. It's just when when are summer? you going to kill me? Soon, right? Um. Yeah. Soon. A um. I'll be done in at the end of June. Like. Okay. The camp is in June, and then yeah. I'll be next week. This upcoming week, the it will be our like big filming week, and that's I'll be done with it after that, and all will put 
the Pedorest, and then we could probably I'm gonna promote it on my socials, but not too much because you know it's gonna be cheesy. So you know <laughs> cheese sells nowadays, man. Cheese sells. <laughs> uh, have you seen yeah. the trailer for the Barbie movie, dude? Come on. Yes, that is true. Yeah. That, that uh, so yeah, that comes out on my wedding day. So it's like wait, wedding, yeah, I forgot. Oh no, and Oppenheimer and dude. Oppenheimer too. Yeah. Uh, I might have to like that night before. I might have to like see both or something. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> before your wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get uh, the wedding is done at like nine thirty. So you could okay uh, go to Oppenheimer. Show. Yeah, go to Oppenheimer. Dude, Sterling, my fiance's brother has been like, I'm going to jump out early on the wedding and go see Barbie. Like, <laughs> like valid, valid. Valid, valid. Once fan. in a lifetime, once in a lifetime opportunity, guys. Yeah. It's not like it'll be in the theater for the next two months. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank yeah, you guys so much again, dude. Genuinely, we appreciate every support we get. Make sure you vote on the poll, whether Iron, uh, no, wait, what was it? Iron Patriot or War Machine is a better yes. name? Is that what it was? Yeah. And, um, yeah, we will see you guys soon. Stay tuned to socials because you will find out when the podcast is coming out. And, yeah, uh, for Wesley, I'm Andrew. This has been the Movie Minute Men podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>